Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barra Carlin, and with me today, I have a, it'll be a different episode today because normally it's like a visual artist or a musician, but I have Adrian King Harrington with me today, who is a fitness coach who kind of treats the human body like a work of art, so if you want to look at it that way. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's a very interesting individual. He kind of specializes in mobility movement, how the human body works, um, meditation and breath work. Uh, like he started off with dancing and kind of moved into this lane. So uh, very interesting chats with him now, I have to say. Uh, it's something that I don't know anything about, admittedly. Like, I haven't been to a gym in like 15 years. So um, I learned a lot from him now, I have to say. It was a lot of fun chatting with him. Met him in Sinead, got him over here, did the episode. Hope you enjoy. Here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson. by the way i have started again so oh, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah so i have adrian harrington with me it's episode number 26 thank you very much for coming yeah. down man much nice. appreciated great to see you man so yeah what is so calisthenics what is i don't know i've never heard that term before as i said i was as, Cal- I, as i was saying i don't know anything about uh this at all i haven't been to a gym in about 10 years so this is it does interest me quite a bit absolutely <laughs> it's um to be really frank about it calisthenics is it's uh it'd be like gymnastics Okay. You know, body weight training, movement. Uh, it's a Greek term for beauty. Oh, beauty okay. Beauty of the body. Oh, That's very what nice. it is. So, um, you know, Socrates would be super impressed with what we do here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But how, how did you get involved in it then? Like, what, um, like, what was kind of your I've, early I've, I've, uh, interest in getting involved in kind of this type of thing? I've, I've always been, I was always into to movement. Uh, even as a kid, I, I actually, um, when I was really small, I started doing ballet. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it was kind of thinking back in Ireland back then, there wasn't really much for kids like it, there wouldn't be in, in terms of say gymnastics or anything like that. So I, my cousins had told me after watching the kickboxer by Jean-Claude Van Damme that he did, <laughs> that he did <laughs> ballet and it just came that it was in my school at the time. And I was like the only boy. Yeah. And I joined and, uh, I did that for since i was like in like senior infants and oh wow you're yeah. that young doing it yeah oh, yeah okay. senior infants and i i got involved in dancing that way um up until i went to secondary school you know until you become a jack the lad in secondary yeah. school <laughs> and um kind of moved away from uh ballet and stuff like that but i was also playing judo from from about the same age sure so they kind of went hand in hand with each other because that's to say that was the obsession with jean-claude van damme and have you ever seen ballet. him do ballet uh no but i've seen him do um, so i've seen him do everything else. doing everything else you know very ballet he's a very you know? strange man but uh very what a character man i tell you he's a character do you ever yeah. see the video of where he kicks liam hemsworth in the chest uh, no, he kicked him in the chest for a film. I think it was the the Expendables or something like that. And he was he's like and like proper winded him. Yeah. And Liam Hemsworth was like, he's like, you're because right, you're not, you're, not, you're not meant to actually hit the guy. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, it's a controlled kick. And he goes, there's nothing controlled about it. You kicked me in the chest. Nice, <laughs> nice. And I imagine a kick from Jean Claude Van Damme would hurt like fuck. I'd say I'd say he hardly touched him. You know. Yeah, yeah. He was Belgium champion, and he he was like. He, he phenomenal oh no he's uh, yeah phenomenal like his, his movies are class as well <laughs> oh yeah but some of them are very very similar to the other one you know well yeah well it's like it's like steven seagal once you've seen one you've kind of seen them all but <laughs> <laughs> he's now a spokesperson for russia actually we're getting sidetracked but who is steven seagal oh is he yeah <laughs> actually he'd do that in review yeah, wouldn't he, would, he now yeah. at this stage <laughs> he's a very strange man as well he's mad isn't he <laughs> but uh, like he's a really mad backstory as well he was like one of the the first um, he was one. I think he was the only Western black Aikido, like black belt for Aikido. Was o- the only one that was like he was pretty like pretty high up in Aikido. Yeah, yeah. Um, before he actually became like the John Claude Van Damme, or not the the sorry this um the Steven Seagal that the, we all yeah, know yeah. and 
No, and love as we would maybe. But, but he he made a word. serious push to bring martial arts to uh, Western cinema. Like that was yeah. his big thing. He was like, he's like this because they're he was like they're doing it in you know Jackie Chan at all and Bruce Lee, and he's like, this is fantastic. We need to get this more into rather than just the standard yeah. box in the face type of thing. Yeah, know? like the the Aikido is all about like it's, it can it has elements of like of judo and stuff. It is yeah. like using the other person's um Wait. you know weight or force against yeah. them and or going going with the flow again you know so it's really interesting like uh that that film hard to kill i haven't seen hard to kill oh, i man. haven't actually seen hard to kill, kill okay, dude oh, to it. <laughs> good one <laughs> the best one the one the one to watch how, so yeah. how did actually how did the judo thing come about was that just a thing that was being offered in the school as well as ballet that was or? all that was also in, in my area but my yeah. father my father did it all oh, right okay yeah my dad is a uh, He's a big, strong man, you know. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be anywhere near him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is what we kind of got us all got got me and my younger brother involved in judo from a young age. So it was um, it's uh, these 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 things are one of the best things they could you could ever do for a yeah, kid. Yeah. Um, I, I thank him all the time <laughs> for it. Like so, it's a uh, because it, it 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 all landed itself into exactly what I'm doing now, now at the moment yeah. and working with people and. I was coaching judo actually myself up until last year. Okay. So I was coaching kids and teenagers and um, was, was also doing small competitions, competing myself as well. So sure, yeah. I, because I, I, and I still do, I still do a bit of BJJ and judo as well. Oh, like, so I, I love, I love, it's movement, it's the, it's movement in general that I love, you there's, know. There's a, there's a, there's a friend of mine now who does um, judo and she was trying to teach me like a few moves and she's like, it's real, she's like, I can bring down somebody twice, your, twice my size in two seconds. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, you're kind of going, ha, she just goes with the arm straight away and pull. I was like, oh, oh yeah, big time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You end up on the ground very sharp, yeah, very sharp, yeah. yeah. And then like she even had like this one thing where she like you got you get them on the ground, and just from a simple kind of spread thing, I was not able to. I couldn't get her off me. Like, you feel I could easily lift her, couldn't get her off me. Yeah, no, yeah. you're helpless. Yeah, yeah. yeah like and it, it, it again, it's teaches you so much about balance. Well, it is all about balance and mm. knocking the other person off balance. And again, we're back to you know using someone else's force yeah. against them and but it judo it's it, it it lends itself you know very like if um like a wrestling sure but with like a with like a judo suit a gi is what they would yeah, call yeah. it and that was one of the reasons that they were actually having issues with um freestyle wrestling and judo in the olympics they were two they were very very similar so freestyle wrestling actually got taken out of the olympics for a while okay because they were so similar Oh, yeah, know that. yeah. So there, there you mm. go. There's something new, you know. There. Um, but so, um, from then, from judo and then ballet, and the, how did the lead into? How did this lead into what you're doing now? Uh, how how like um, uh, then I I suppose I started going to college and um, I met these guys. I started breakdancing. Yeah. So yeah, because I saw. Sorry, you sent me an interview of yourself earlier. Yeah. Breakdancing it was uh, Eastern European lads, where they were just yeah, yeah. Just so dancing uh, like around Ashburn, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we met. We all we all met and the guys were into like the first kind of guys that were into kind of parkour, break dancing. They were, they were a little, they were a little bit older than me. Their parents had moved over here or moved over to, to my area for work. Sure. And they were like, uh, break dancing was, was really big. Um, in Poland and Lithuania, really massive, yeah. I would not uh, like like pop and locking, or pop and locking, proper breaking, like yeah. really, like and Germany as well, but um, but <laughs> in the Eastern blocks, yeah, big time, yeah. And, and like, what kind of music would be associated with that then? Like, when funk, like proper like break beats and stuff. Or, yeah, well, I mean, that no, lends not, itself yeah. to it, but yeah, we all break beats. Okay, sweet. yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, savage. Yeah. I would never have thought that music would have been popular in Poland. Like, I don't know why. It's I suppose <laughs> when they had nothing else to do. Like yeah, that was suppose, kind of yeah. like my friend Dimitri taught me. Like he took me underneath his wing. Um, and they brought they got me involved in the gym then through this because sure. you know you need to get strong Adrian you know <laughs> you get strong for the for break dance and it was like this is like really just it just it captivated and captivated me because they were you know we and when we started going to the gym it was like well you cannot just go to gym for for hour what is hour what are you going to learn an hour yeah you need to train for six hours you're like six, six hours? hours a day. We, at one stage, we were it's training for, for hours, for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're learning, like, it's not just, like, you know, push-ups and pull-ups around like that, you're, when, especially with breakdancing and, and, like, judo as well. You're, you're, you're practicing the same thing over and over mm. and over and over again. And, you know, breakdancing, 
there's so many different elements to it. There's footwork, there's power moves, there's actual dancing. Yeah. And like each one of these elements are also, <clears throat> they just, you need, like you need to just keep doing and doing and doing sure and doing and doing. Like, yeah, it's just, exactly. Yeah. And this is, this is where I kind of got <clears throat> the idea um, that, like you need to train for, for, for long periods of time. You need to, volume is your friend and to be specific with things. Like I want to be able to do this. So I need to, I need to break it down. I need to train specifically for this particular thing. Mm. You know, it, it's not like, oh, I see that. Oh, I want to do that. Okay. Well, you need to actually be, it's nearly like a computer game. You need to go from level one to level two yeah. to level three and you break it down. And then, and through that, um, you, you learn how to not hurt yourself. So that's, sure. oh, that's, yeah, that's the main thing. Jesus. I remember yeah. fucking going to the gym years ago with a friend of mine. And this guy was like lifting crazy weights. Like he yeah. actually ended up fucking rupturing his spine a little bit, yeah. but he was, he, he, I went to the gym and I'm not, that's, I'm not strong at all. And he was like, but I lift these weights. I remember looking at him going like, they're fucking huge. I'm not gonna be able to lift those. And what he did was he goes, hold out your hands. And he just dropped them into my hands. Mm. It's terrible. And, um, but uh, for, I'd say about five or six days, I couldn't bend my arms. He complete and I was, and I was like, I'm never going to the gym with you again. Yeah, no. Like and then he, he, this guy had he ended up, as I said, ruining his spine, everything from just ego. Try it, ego, yeah. Like one of these kind of things where it's like, oh, I have to lift the heaviest weights in the world. And it's like, no, that does that makes no sense. That's no. dangerous. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, I mean, people, you build up, you know, like, Ooh. um, like it's obviously you know progressive overload, you know, like certainly at at times that you know the weight it might may be too light for you mm. but then we got to think about it's like mechanical tension is really what what's popped sorry <laughs> real point yeah and yeah. um, we uh mechanical tension is really and the contraction of the muscle and the tempo so it doesn't it doesn't all it doesn't have to lend itself to oh, we can lift that mouse in the gym here yeah. you know what i mean like it's and that's what happens um with people that go maybe to a commercial gym or they don't get coached mm. that's why i always recommend if you want to get involved in powerlifting or olympic lifting or bodybuilding like go to a coach mm. like go like and unless you're doing a discipline um which lends itself to to learning online or learning sure. through through reading or through visual like that's that's why i would always recommend get get coached like if you wanted to be a bodybuilder go to a bodybuilding coach go to someone who has done it not just somebody who's young or the same age as you go to someone who's done it for 20 years you know go and there's plenty of people around who who have done it and show you the right way instead of kind of like trying to mix because i suppose the internet now is, is, is brilliant it's great we have information at our fingertips yeah but too much inf- because we're adults we need to know everything you know we have this in in ourselves we're like oh give me all the information need to know everything but generally information can be real toxic and it can real like can overwhelm you in a way and you're better off going finding going to someone and learning Mm. you know firsthand and then then you can be really good instead of being like maybe i like we're not saying injuries are unavoidable also you know but if your mate was being coached you might have been told well listen your form is off here the bar you haven't warmed up today you haven't haven't done enough mobility work like we need like you know you, you maybe it was maybe it was a week you should have taken off could have been a deload week mm. it's just a lot that it lends itself like going to or going to a coach um will teach you more about yourself yeah you know and again it lends a lens to you know I know I know better than you kind of thing. If Which, you get get out of that, man, people just need what, to get out of that mindset. That's you know? why I was going to get as well because like I remember a friend of mine was trying to lose weight and they got this app that shows them how to do all these exercises that mm-hmm. you can do at home without equipment. Yeah. But they'd be kind of like they wouldn't be like extremely complex things, but they didn't show you how to do it. They yeah. were just like this is the, the like very simple steps, and I was like, you could be doing those completely wrong do you yeah. know what i mean like, like oh, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> but because you have an app you're like this is what it's telling me to do i say you never the human experience of having somebody beside you going queuing you, straight queuing you. Yeah, yeah yeah like i was lucky um that i had like um people that were like had done gymnastics from like such a young age judo really good coaches that were like teaching us about how to tilt our pelvis the right way how to you know 
keep your arms in close for push-ups and all. I've had people come to me and goes like, I've, been, I've often been laughing and joking. I'm like, how many push-ups do you think you can do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can do 50 push-ups. I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. But let me see. Yeah. Let me have a laugh for five minutes, you know, yeah. at your expense, you know, considering that you're paying me anyway, you mm-hmm. know. And then it's nearly the minute then you show them. And I would use a visual aid then. I would record them. Yeah. And I, w- I would say, well, this is what you think you're doing. And this is what you're you're actually actually doing. doing. Yeah. Yeah. And like people are like straight. And that is nearly like a eureka moment for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Feck, I never thought I'd do it that way. No wonder I'm getting a pain in me back or no wonder. But yeah, but I like it's, I remember, what was it? There was a guy, complete gym bro. We were at a, like a rugby match or whatever. And the the squad, the kind of the cheerleaders of the match were getting people out to do 50 push-ups. And like, you know, you'd have all the rugby heads going, yeah, I can do fucking 50 push-ups. Of course, yeah. And they get them in front of them. And this one guy starts doing them and the whole guys are like, that's not a push-up. And he goes, that is a push He goes, no, it's not. You're not. Th- that's some fucking whatever the hell. That's why That's why you think you can do 50. He had no yeah, idea that he was exactly, doing completely yeah. wrong. Like. <laughs> and again, again, it's, it, be, it lends itself again into like a numbers game. Like, oh, I can do 20 pull-ups, but can can you do 20 pull-ups or can you just could you do five really well yeah yeah like you know or could you do two really well it's, we have a pull-up bar outside now and i fucking can barely do one yeah, <laughs> they're again, so hard yeah they're, they're hard but again then i would say to say to someone like that like like yourself i'd say right get a resistance band yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah and, that thing and, is the thing you put on your yeah feet, put it, it yeah. on the feet and then you would work on doing pull-ups learning to do you basically again using the, your motor skills to you know lighten the weight through mm. resistance band and start learning to pull yourself up through that. And then at the top, taking yourself really, really slow mm. down like an, an isometric. Yeah, and you will notice after a couple of weeks of doing that, oh, all of a sudden I can do pull-ups. Mm. And even myself, before I'd even warm up, I would use the band. I'd do rake pull-ups with the band. And then I'd do muscle-ups and all this sort of stuff because I'm ready to go. Mm. You know, I could easily now at this stage just start banging away without warming up into yeah. a muscle up and all that but again that would be ego i'm not lending it to like i'm looking for a workout here i'm looking to build up a bit of like raise my heart rate start going and then really start improving mm. and i would use those tools i would use the same tools i used from the very beginning like it, and i i enjoy it even more hmm. how, how did you know you wanted to do it as a career actually what was the kind of the turning point i um i suppose when i was i suppose when i started was coaching the judo and um yeah all this I kind of became I did a personal training course and I was like at this stage I was like that's something I could really I enjoy doing you know I love people um I like I I love the one-to-one experience I like the I I, I love the online experience as well with people um and I love seeing people improve yeah and I love to see like I love love just seeing people improve or just the like that's that's really the main thing I get out of it it's like for someone to come and they see them change and their whole their whole mind like I've obviously I've an array of different different clients yeah. um but really what's in, what's important is to seeing someone coming in like a, either a young guy young girl older man older lady it doesn't matter and um, we we do different things for everyone. we're not only going to do calisthenics we're going to do you know weight loss but it's all going to lend itself in you know body composition just seeing somebody change, see what someone's you know, like, even the way they breathe change. Like, do a lot of breath work, meditation. Like, it's all lending into people's mental health and how they feel or how they look at themselves, like, internally. Mm. And externally, then, they look better anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's not about being, like, I know myself, I, I, I look great. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like a, my idea was to be like a Greek sculpture. Sure. That was kind of something I always kind of had in my own head of this is what I want to look like. By the way, I can testify yeah. that he does look like that. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can check me out. You can check me out. Um, Do you remember we were doing the stomach competitions at uh, Sinead? I, I actually don't remember that, to be honest. You lifted your top up and, yeah. and then it was just like this fucking six pack, like a statue. And then mm. me and my friend did it, just nothing. We were like, Kind of half remember. Yeah. remember. As, a, as I said, I don't really drink that often. Um, when I do, I enjoy myself, you know. Being, <laughs> I have to drink a little bit more in moderation, point. as John B. Keane was all tells us. So, uh, but that, like, that's it. And, and that's from 
like uh, I I watch what I eat. Not yeah. that I watch, but I mean I I eat healthy. I I know what's good for me at this stage. I know like there's nothing crazy about my diet. Yeah, that I actually have that as a question. Like yeah. just like like because I I know people now. Like I think my brother at one time did a no carb diet and all this kind of like yeah. And there's a friend of mine who's a um. Oh, what's the word for it? She's a PT, but she also just diet plans and stuff. She says she, yes. you don't have to do fucking crazy plans if you want to just look at even a little bit good. She's like this idea yeah. of sometimes even basically starving yourself of any nice food yeah. is unbelievable. So like, how, like, like, do you make your own diet plans or like, yeah, yeah, you've, yeah, you've yeah, kind yeah. of worked it out? I, like, listen, I think that we should be all following like a kind of a Mediterranean style diet. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Simple. We can go. We can talk about carnivore. We can talk about ketogenic. We can talk about veganism, vegetarian. Fucking Atkins. Uh, Atkins, no, sorry. Well, no. I mean, listen, people are getting phenomenal results See, from here. saturated fats and having that in their diet. Now. But it's sustainability, again, it becomes quite cultish. Like we'll see at the moment, what's very popular now is like is the carnivore diet. Yeah, you know? yeah I've seen that. But yeah. it is the I had a friend that was on that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, see, again, then we're doing the yo-yo thing again. Like if you learn yourself, listen, a lot, a lot of times people say, well, listen, if you're over 10% body fat, you're fat. I'm like, well, that's a bit much, but... 10%? <laughs> yeah. That's what, no, that's a lot of... That's, that's what, insane. That's what certain coaches would say, you know, <laughs> some very, very popular coaches over the year would say, if especially for an athlete, I suppose, maybe if you are over 10%, considering the sport that you're doing, maybe performance-wise, yeah. you know, 10% might be the best you can do, you know what I mean? That yeah. would be a great... There'd be a good, happy medium there. You're not too low. You're not too high. And you can perform very, very well at that. Sure. So that'd be like a good standard, do you know, to say to yourself, oh, that would be. Now, but for the average everyday person, I would think anything between 10 to 15 would be like a really healthy, lean, like a, a lean physique. Mm. And you, I, I, I would view that as, as very healthy. Whether or not it is healthy, that's, I would, I would particularly think that, that would be the best way for people to be like have a good muscle to fat ratio yeah. do you know what i mean i remember like with the diet thing i remember my mom telling me that in the 90s when the atkins diet was like as popular as it was yeah she goes but they all, all the lads in my dad's football club went on it but they thought that that was just an excuse to eat a bunch of fried food for the entire week they all ended up getting super fat off it yeah yeah they yeah. weren't doing it properly <laughs> that's it again we're not it's 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 half doing yeah, things yeah. again like like there is people getting phenomenal results just eating red meat yeah do i think that's a wise idea <laughs> not not for me <laughs> not for me but people do a lot of things that yeah. i don't think are good you get me like people might think that's extreme but yet they are also eating three or four different takeaway foods each week anyway full of god knows you know yeah. probably too high in sodium too high in sugar like so once you kind of get those balanced as well you know i have enough sodium i have enough sugar in my diet you know high like a lot protein yeah, yeah. I mean you should have protein with, with all your meals and and maybe deserve your carbohydrate um in terms of like rice and potatoes and yeah, yeah. sweet potatoes and yams and stuff like this but also you have green vegetables and you know like an array of stuff yeah, the, the, you know the good stuff yeah, yeah you're like <laughs> fruit like people tell you that fruit is bad for you i'm like oh please stop like you're so fucking annoying. i saw that recently with uh what was it somebody was on reddit saying that we shouldn't eat oranges or something because they have too much sugar and i was like what oh, are you just, what are you talking about it's just too much isn't it like you know like what are we allowed to eat like, i know you know, like look, and, then cardboard. and then saying that they're all fucking carcinogens and all this kind of stuff and you're just like jesus oh, christ like, great, like, yeah, yeah. like whatever like <laughs> do you know like you it, stressing yourself out will give yeah. you that too like like you a happy medium yeah you know we can't live on just oranges yeah you know but i think if you have an now mandarin the odd time i think we'd be okay yeah, yeah. i think you'd be <laughs> all right yeah again it's it's your, it's people's dogma you know you can take it to to an extreme you can go you know weighing your food you know breaking it down mm. this is and this is what we would do at the start especially if you come at the start and you're like listen we want to lose say a healthy amount of weight each week we'll say yeah. you lose half a pound to a pound a week which is very obtainable mm. if and that's like sustainable to a point. And then looking at, um, you know, especially like for people to staying in a, in a particular calorie deficit then mm. like and not to be weighing it then, but to kind of know by, by looking and feeling sure. what you should be eating, you know, like what a, 
what a healthy male of your weight and height should be be consuming mm. concern, uh, and also like your activity level yeah you, like like the, we could talk about this for hours oh, and I know, hours so like, I know, I've known like even a cousin of mine went mad on the fucking did she go vegan at one point or something She mm. went, I, but she was going into the calorie deficit thing and like by the end of it, I think her parents made her go. You can't fucking be doing this anymore. You look like this. Look like a stick. Yeah, yeah like, was, like I mean, yeah. like it be, and you can see that. Like it's like 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 a full like I'm putting down vegans at all. They they, no, they, sure, they like, do like, their own thing. They can find their yeah. find their their, their right medium. ratios. Yeah. yeah, um. But I've seen I've seen horror stories. Mm. I've of, seen a, I've seen a few myself. Like my brother, my brother's vegan, <clears> and he's very fit. Like he's he'll be running a marathon now in. So September, he's doing it very, very fit. Brilliant, yeah. But he's vegan. But the thing is that it's I don't know how he eats the food that he eats because every time he cooks me something, I'm just like eh, I can't do. You don't that. like it, yeah. <laughs> I was like, and I've and I, I'm not knocking vegan food. I actually quite like vegan food, but whatever it is that my brother's eating, I don't know how he does it. I like it, for me, I just cannot stomach it at all. Must <laughs> be eating, but I mean to be a vegan, a lot of peanuts, a lot of nuts, <laughs> a lot of fats, yeah. yeah. Like um, like you have to consume a lot. That's a lot of food to be consuming, mm. you know. But I mean, as long as you're doing it right, you're following the right people. Um, you know, there's like there's people have got fabulous results on a vegan sure, diet. Yeah. Fabulous, like, um, as I said, it's not for me. Yeah, I would like to follow just a, a Mediterranean style diet, and that will that will do me grand. So, but like you've actually worked it out that you're able to have a few drinks as well, and doesn't really impact. No, not at all. Um, I mean, I I don't drink regularly. Yeah. Um, but I w- I wouldn't be I as I said, everything needs a balance. You know. Sure. I'm. We often find like a a good night out with friends is great for your cortisol levels. It's great for your stress levels. <laughs> you know, and I'm not a monk. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like so. <laughs> Um, like a couple of drinks here and there, be like a glass of wine, you know. Like yeah, yeah, you can let yourself go. Like I'm against, I'm against smoking, all mm. this kind of well, things. You that kind of would be an obvious. Yeah, I mean, one. I'm against all this. I'm not <laughs> going to be like, oh, you should do all this. I'm against all that, um, drugs or a- any sort of drugs like that are that people tend to to use for fun. Like Uber against all these things, mm. you know. I think it's um, I think it's very. I think it's damaging to people's health and their men, their men, oh, sure. their like mental you, health. You also. see people that like, um, like I had, a, I knew a guy that was fucking hooked on GHB and Jesus, I think it took him like a year to get G- used to GHB. GHB. It's um, how do you describe it? I think in the states they call it permagrin, but it's like a, it's a, it's a chemical that your body secretes naturally. Oh, but people can make I it. No, exactly. What and you're uh, yeah. you can't drink on it. If you drink, it can be lethal. It's if you a, drink you on f- it, like they, like supposedly they, it was a sleep aid. The bodybuilders well, used it's, to I, use it's it as considered. A, it's considered a rape drug. It's considered a like it's considered a roofie thing. But like people right. take it. I know, like in Berlin and stuff, and in the states, it's big in big in fucking like you know, uh, spring break type of thing. But you you can't drink on it. It's immediate when you drink when Should, you take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because it, it actually increases the GABA in your brain. This is what so you have a much deeper sleep. So obviously a date rate drug, you fall asleep. This is what the bodybuilders actually used to use GHB years ago. Back in well, probably still do. Um, it was actually a guy. He's actually he's 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 dead now. Uh, His name was Rich Piana. He actually has a video on YouTube about GHB, and it was before if you stay awake on it. Yeah. You have such a, it meant to be like a, an ecstasy yeah, type yeah, euphoria it's, it's off it. Yeah. meant to be just like the happiest you'll ever, you're ever be in your whole life. Fucking yeah. sunny and fucking, yeah. Brilliant, right? Yeah. Great stuff altogether, right? <laughs> but obviously when you're using stuff like this, like what is going on with you f- actually? Your dopamine levels are fucked as well. Yeah. Like you, you can, you, only, you can only release that much euphoria. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. yeah. You can only be so happy as they say. <laughs> You know, um, your bank account should be full. That should be the main thing. That's, <laughs> that's make it uber happy. Um, like that's, yeah. And that's it. That That's why that's actually, was, and people would use that, say, um, they could sleep two hours or three hours and they would, they would, they were completely rested. So they were actually using this as a performance enhancer. So, okay. yeah. So this is, is actually like competing and all that kind this of stuff. Is is competing it? in bodybuilding and stuff like that. So this right. is how, and this actually, but it's as I said, it leads itself on to. Well, why things. would they need a? I don't know. Understand why they would need a drug to fall asleep? Like, well, I mean, stress levels again. And oh, right, I mean, okay. like, like sleep is the most anabolic thing ever. It's, yeah. It if once sleep is dialed in, like you, that's that's probably the main thing. Like the main thing. If you get like a good rested sleep where you're 
when you're going uh, properly like eight hours of deep REM like you don't get eight hours of REM sleep but I mean if you get really good sleep every night yeah. consistent you know you've a blacked out room you're naturally waking up to a certain type of light there's even lamps you can buy that will naturally wake you up what? yeah mm-hmm. yeah so is that a new thing now I've no never it's not new it's not new but i mean like these are these are these are say if you're especially if you take your health super seriously yeah it's the same as like blue light blockers for using the oh, computer yeah yeah I have staying those. away from your phone um staying away from your phone for like you know an hour before you go to bed Mm. Like um, having electronics maybe turned off in the room, stuff like this, and having blacked out blinds to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, and then <laughs> so instead of having an alarm to wake you up, you use a, a timer, um, a lamp which gradually lights itself up. So you actually like it's basically like rising in the morning. So it's the most natural form of waking up. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, we're, we're going into the into terms of like, and then lend yourself into like grounding yourself, going for a walk barefoot on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Is like that a, a thing? Electric, yeah. I never, never heard of that either. It's quite a hippie, quite a hippie thing. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> Get the happy sack out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, too. You know. Sure. Um, I, d- I wanted to ask you because, like, uh, you were saying, but like, you set up kind of your own gym at one point, and now you have your own yeah. studio. Like, how yeah. did you go about putting that together? Um, well, the we had a place in Ashburn, and mm. uh, there was a couple, a couple of us involved, and uh, we we took a unit and that's how we we got cracking you Some know job, I'd say it, it was great fun yeah. yeah yeah it was a lot of different a lot of, a couple of us all together and we all kind of did different things and we had the, bo- we had the boxing club in there and um, we had like guys that doing crossfit other people just doing like there was a we had a girl that did kind of yeah she did crossfit fat loss other people just did like their own kind of um high intensity classes i did my little i did my thing which involved like meditation and calisthenics and yeah. all this sort of thing and then we had the boxing club upstairs we had bjj we had mma jeez you had everything we had everything up there <laughs> yeah 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 it was called functional fitness it was in ashburn nice. but um the it was just kind of before it was before um maybe like maybe about half about six months before to a year before um the lockdown yeah and we kind of all moved our own separate ways because the guy who actually owned the building, the the industrial unit actually sold it. Oh, right, okay. So we said in, um, there was a few of us involved. We we kind of all found our own little our own little space to go to. Yeah. So that's I decided that I would I build something at home. Jesus. Yeah. And how the how did you go about setting that up? Like what like what would you have in it? I have a pull up. I have everything. Everything. Yeah, I've dumbbells. I've lo- I use a lot of kettlebells. I, I love kettlebells. They're one of my favorite instruments to use. Um, as well as, like, because I do a lot of bodyweight stuff, yeah. I just needed an area to, you know, do crawling and uh, do Pilates style style work and yeah. so a matted area which I had already got from the judo club and. I, I have it kitted out, I must Fuck. say. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's it's been great. Like, and I keep adding on to it all the time. Yeah, Like, yeah. I keep getting new things or new little <laughs> toys. Like, but it's full of a... And one of my clients made me an outside pull-up bar as well. So, when the weather's good, we're outside. But mainly what I would use in my... With me is, like, a couple of dumbbells, kettlebells, depending on the, the client. Yeah. And I've, I've done... I've kettlebells up to 50 kilos... So I mean, if you can swing, if you can swing fifty kilos, <laughs> or you can do some front squats with fifty kilos, like you're doing pretty well, yeah, you know. Please, fifty kilos—that's a lot. That's <laughs> a heavy, lot. It's a heavy bell. It's a heavy bell, you know. Yeah, um, but you swing at it as well. Yeah, Jesus. well, I mean, we don't, we don't always use yeah, this yeah. one, you know. Um, Sabrina, we call her. Um, <laughs> Why? Just, just okay. <laughs> yeah, we all know Sabrina's a bit of a bitch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but she can. She's, she's, she's what you need sometimes, mm. you know. Um. I've, and uh, we've, we've other names for the other ones but uh, and yeah then I have a ray, ray of dumbbells you know um, a, a resistance machine as well for cable work and yeah so I've everything I, I could possibly ever need do you have yeah. a uh, favourite and least favourite exercise to do? Um, no no? just like do, just do a mix? yeah yeah Yeah. there's nothing there's no like if I could pick if I could pick like like a thing I could go to a desert island with it yeah. would be the gym rings so I would just bring them 
gym what's a gym ring now the gym rings you ever see the gymnastics gym rings oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. so i didn't I'd, know that that's what they were called yeah the gym rings yeah, yeah. that's it i would bring them that's it they're like the most most complete thing you could ever use for your upper body Fair. fabulous like you don't even need a pull-up bar or anything like that well, you, you, you can just do them on it you can do that on it you yeah. can do push-ups on it you can do dips you can do put your feet in it you can do you know hamstring curls you can do everything with the gym rings you know but especially for the upper body it's the most complete thing if you're if you can use the gym rings well you're yeah, you're, you're imagine sound. the upper body strength you need to fucking like i saw you did that one where you pull and you're able to bring your legs up onto you yeah and yeah like a lever like, jesus christ the, i was like how do you even do that yeah that's all starts so, it all, know, all yeah. starts with the with yeah, the ground yeah. you know you learn how to do a hollow body hold you learn how to put your hips like your your pelvis in in your pelvis in the right way. Your you know you strengthen up your your shoulders. How to move your scapular. Like that's I would focus a lot on mobility work. Mm. So we have a cup. We have a certain amount of uh, mo- mobility sequences that we would do with people, and just do these for a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden you're 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 moving much better. And then we can refine it and get better and better and better. You can hang hang longer on the pole and or on the bar, and you can do you know certain holes isometric holes do some handstands and it all kind of lends in lends into itself yeah you yeah. know kind of yoga style strength training like if that's would be the best way to kind of and then we also do like breath work like sure. thing called the buteyka method which is nasal breathing so we generally only breathe on, in and out through our nose while we're training okay which is like you know which is the most beneficial way is it? Oh, mm-hmm. I, I never knew that either. Mm-hmm. So why, yeah. why is that? Like, what, what no, does that build, do? It helps nitrous oxide build up in in the uh, in the body, so okay. you know, converts like more red blood cells, basically. But okay. I mean, you build up to that again. There's a certain set of exercises that you would do to to lend yourself to that. Sure. You know? Now a lot of people might say, "Oh, there's actually better ways you can breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth," and that's also fine. But it, we are trying to um, eliminate mouth breathing. Okay. You know, so we would I would also encourage people to do mewing, which is, you know, making sure that you're pressing your tongue up against your mouth, up to the roof of your mouth. What what keeping what your mouth closed? Again, like I don't oh for keeping your mouth oh right mm-hmm. okay, yeah, okay yeah yeah but it also will help you know strengthen up the you know your facial change your your jaw and you know really all this these muscles here so you don't get double chin or anything like that. <laughs> you know? So yeah, no, it's a there's a lot there's a lot of things that we do, um, that would seem like quite like trivial sure but how once you start doing these sort of things that are quite difficult at the start like to repattern your your breathing mm. is when you've done something for you know 20 plus years this particular way um whether it's whether it's just bad patterning whether it's trauma whether it's whatever you know to to learn how to sleep breathing only in and out your nose mm-hmm. and like we we're trying to stop people <laughs> snoring through, through this oh, i yeah. might need a hand on that then. yeah 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 and this and, and learning and learning this method the betaken method will actually teach it will actually um this way you tape your mouth at night close at night once you've done a certain amount of exercises um and you, your, your quality of life will go up and through this you will lose weight hmm Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Because your body would be functioning better. Yeah, I suppose you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're utilizing oxygen better. What actually? What do you think is like when somebody goes into this, like to with you? What do you think is one of the first kind of major misconceptions that most people have about training straight away? Oh, when um, will I have a six pack like you in in six weeks or something? Six weeks is real. Do you know actually? You know, I think that's account of those fucking apps telling you, you know, that's, six pack it's six weeks. That's, that's the that's the <laughs> fast paced life that we six live in. Six weeks surely takes about like at least a couple of months. No, I mean, it could take it could take any length of time. Yeah, yeah. We never Sometimes get there. you might not even get it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it, again. Why? Why does that matter? <laughs> Six weeks is it you know, but I mean, that's time. what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> when will like can, can I be like you in 15 minutes? Like, yeah, listen, maybe I don't know. Like, like it, it's 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 again. It's that it's that mindset. I I generally like because I'm because I'm busy. I can weed out certain people that I know won't follow to the, yeah. yeah to what what i do and we won't gel yeah be like like that's a mindset which it's totally foreign to me mm. like six weeks i don't know six weeks i've got some, like like certain things or skills that i've learned i've got in two minutes certain things like took me two years mm. and i know other people that took them two weeks do you get me so yeah, yeah. like uh, 
that's not the mindset that I'm trying to build in people. It's like, let's just focus on improving. So every day if we improve, or if maybe if we don't improve, as long as we, you know, know that why we didn't improve. Sure. And how, what, what tools that we have in our little toolbox here. Because it's a big toolbox when you, <laughs> after a while, you're like, whoa, there's a lot in this. But it's all about learning about yourself. It's relearning what you've been doing. Or, or maybe you've been doing it right all along and didn't even know. Hmm. And I'm still laughing at six weeks. I find that so funny. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's the, I was being long. So yeah. I was like, oh, well, next month or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you kind of want to just pat them on the head. I assume that's mostly young lads that come in with that kind of uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah anybody, what let's not let let's like, not yeah, just yeah, put yeah, down yeah. young lads. You know, the, the young lads can be very well informed now as well. So, um, with the uh, actually, because I saw that you you wanted to compete in powerlifting, are you still like? I did compete in powerlifting. Of oh God, a long time ago. Yeah, did yeah, you, yeah. Like, how did you get involved in that then? Was it was it just, our, it was just through um, through friends, through friends, through friends. Me, and my my younger brother, um, decided to 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 get involved in one of the competitions, and uh, we we weren't even training for powerlifting. Me, really, to be honest, we were just doing calisthenics, and we took on the deadlift at the time, and we said, well, like, we obviously we knew we knew how to do it, and. Like the time I think I was, I weighed about 60 kilograms and lifted like uh, 62 kilos or something, 185 kilograms. Fuck. So we were, we were, yeah. um, we were hitting savage numbers, you know, yeah. for, for back then it was, it was awesome. Like, and, and I was kind of at that stage, I was like, I, I was not really that interested, do you know what sure. I'm saying? I, I didn't, I didn't get a, I got a kick out of it, but I didn't, I, I, I much more enjoyed, uh. Uh, it's not very strenuous adventure at some point like does it not well, I mean, I, in my head it was like well I'm, hot, I'm ready at triple weight body deadlift here yeah what's the next one like four <laughs> do you know what I mean before diminishing returns are there sure, yeah. you know so listen it's some people love it yeah, yeah. oh I know I but, personally um, it's not really something that really like gets me going mm. you know um, but I have loads of friends that are proper powerlifters like and yeah. uh, uh friend of mine named Barry Barry um um he owns a butchers up in Dundalk there and he's about my weight and he's absolutely just killing it man. He's like, just killing the bench press. He's doing he's doing like a over double double body weight bench press. He's doing like a quadruple I think he's doing doing quadruple deadlift now. Like triple body weight squats. I don't know if these these numbers are off, Barry. But yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, they're pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's natural as well, and that's it's, uh, it's, that's seriously impressive for me. Natural as in there's no uh, performance. There's stuff. no there's no perf- no no illegal yeah, yeah. performance enhancing drugs anyway. Yeah, because like the performance enhancing thing, it it was one of the aspects of it that. I remember when I did go to the gym, you'd see these lads just completely roided out and you're just like, you don't even look healthy. Do you know what I mean? You look like you look fucking like you're about to pass out all the time. It's a, I, I, I don't see the uh, the benefit of doing it at all. What like it's I got obviously getting bigger and all that kind of aspect looks great. Like, like Jesus, again, 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 it. It, again, it leads itself in as it's like I know lots of people to take them mm. and I know a lot of I know. I probably know more horror stories than I know success stories, to be True. honest. Yeah. Um, to say that I'd be against people using steroids, I, I again, I don't give a shit. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's never something that interests me, because I, I was like, because once you start, I feel if once you start doing something like that, you're on it forever. Mm. Like I don't feel it's like oh, you could just do one, do it one time or two times, and like I feel like. Like knowing from the research that I've done and from knowing other people that have done it, um, I've, 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 I've heard some some really bad stories. Mm. Now, there's obviously lots of success stories as well. Yeah. Um. But what 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 lends to me is there. I've, I've seen a lot of people that are would be embarrassed to speak about it. So it's a lot of people would be like, oh no, well, I don't do them. But I know, but I know the fella you sell them to. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he bought them off you. You know. So you're kind of like. Like, so you're kind of living this, so again, it's leading into this, this, like, oh, this bravado again, you know, yeah. uh, like, and, and again, young people getting involved in something that they might not necessarily need to be involved in. Like, sure. that, why not train for 10 years and then say to yourself, do I actually need to take steroids? Like, or do you, like, well, I suppose it's this again, it's, it's Instagram, it's, 
I have to look a certain way to be a certain way. Mm. And, you know, it's a, it, it's probably a confidence thing, you know, like, oh, I need to take testosterone to be this way or I need to take this or, you know, like, it's silly, Yeah, you yeah. know? And every, like, obviously then we've got supplement companies that promote a certain look. You know, if you take this protein, you're going to look like yeah. the fella on, you're going to look like Jay Cutler. Like the whatever, like a an Olympian, or mm. like, you're not going to like he's. Oh, well, he does take protein. Yeah, sure he does. Yeah, plus on plus whatever the fucking and the whole of Boots chemist. Yeah, you, like, um, again, I I know a lot of bodybuilders. Know older ones. I know younger lads that got involved in that sort of stuff. I know people that have broke down crying to me, like talking about it. Sure. And this is something that like I'm like, why did you? get involved in this mm. because and it, it's always a confidence thing like it's always like isn't it like we're not saying like professional athletes you know we're looking for that one two percent edge yeah, yeah. everything else is already dialed in like the like the lance armstrongs or the whatever right mm. whatever sport it happens to be where steroids and money are involved but going down your local gym and getting pumped up and taking your bleed and no explode and your testosterone with your mates or whatever else it leads to like, you know, is it fucking worth it? Like, yeah, oh, yeah it's worth it. I got the ride the weekend, but maybe your fucking dick's not going to work properly. <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean? Your balls, the the, the really yeah, serious well, ones, yeah. Well, I mean, testosterone will do that. Yeah. Because, like, you, if you start, say, like, a very basic way of, of explaining it would be, like, this would be, like, dummies way of explaining it. But to say, like, you produce, like, say, one unit of testosterone in your testicles. Hmm. Um, naturally yeah these you take come along then and you you know start taking testosterone weekly you say you take 10 units so your brain is going to go oh, i'm I, i'm getting i'm getting testosterone from somewhere else yeah. an artificial form of testosterone my testicles don't need to work anymore so that's why they they it's called shutdown they you should they should the shut, they shut off it? yeah they yeah. shut off and then this is and this is what generally happens to young guys that end up taking something um they don't take at like a post cycle then which is another another drug like um like a cancer drug or clamondin or something like this to make your balls turn back on to say i'm off jesus so it, it's a yeah. science that's I what i'm saying i couldn't i i'm not i'm not qualified enough to speak on it yeah um i know enough about it to be like well that sounds like a lot of hassle. Yeah, well, it's yeah. funny. It reminds me of um, Chuck Palunik, the guy who wrote Fight Club, has this book. I think it's called Survivor. But in it, they get they try and make this guy into this uh, celebrity. Yeah. So what they do is they put him on steroids. But the thing is, like, he goes, it was on these steroids to get this particular way. But in turn, that gave me the side effect of my ball shrinking. So then I had to take this drug to counteract that one. But the side effect, yeah. and it goes on for three pages of just yeah. these side effects and then taking another drug for it. It keeps going and going and going. I mean, this like, is it's obviously fiction, but it's still... You know what I mean He got it He got it from <laughs> yeah, yeah. somewhere You know Like he knew That it, this is like it's Such a like, funny book Actually Survivor very, very What funny. an author Like yeah. you know what I mean like, Oh he's brilliant Chuck Payunik is fantastic Unbelievable yeah. Like what It's that Fight Club the funny, the, the favorite, he actually favorite books admits, ever He actually admits That the uh, film version Of Fight Club Is better than the book Than the book Yeah, yeah. Oh, The book I is like, really good like, as I well like, I like the book There's a part yeah. in it Where they tell you How to make napalm uh, which probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> we, did, we didn't hear that. But um, but I liked the book. But the uh, the film now is. I just I love the film. Like yeah. I, oh no, I used to have a po- I used to have a Fight Club poster behind me. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well that's I mean <laughs> of all the rules. What if what if what if? Oh, it's great. Film. My One dad my won't watch it. I, I was I was like, why won't you watch it? And he's just like, it's called Fight Club. It just sounds like a bunch of lads beating the shit out of each other. It's like it's like that for the first forty five minutes, and then it kind of gets into a much more uh, nuanced and intense story. Like it's. Like we've all been told we were going to be film stars and rock stars, mm. and we realised that we we're not going there. Like we that, are yeah. very pissed <laughs> off, <laughs> you know. And that I suppose again, we're leading down the way, uh, we're leading that down again. It's like we, we, we have been sold this perfect image. Yeah, yeah. And that's a great thing about Fight Club. I recommend everybody watch it if you haven't seen it. It's one of the greatest films ever made. Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's such a, a deep thing about society and belonging and you know and quite similar to what's happening like which was accelerated the last couple of years i must say in society 
like what it is to be a man and what it is to be maybe a woman as well yeah. and the roles and like mental health <laughs> and then, yeah but sure that's why i think you've given the rise to fucking people like andrew tate and all that kind of carry on recently like that whole shit of like the loss of masculinity i can see why people are attracted to him yeah. i think he's a gobshite now to be honest yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i like him i like him man uh, like him he's a straight talker you know um but it, it's no deal as a I, Andrew Tate or whatever would be no different really to um my friends that were from Eastern Europe or were very very that kind of mindset I'm very gender role gender yeah. very gender role as a woman is a woman and a man is a man and it's kind of like we we're very open-minded individuals and we're like ah whatever yeah. like anything could be a man and I don't give a fuck if I like in a way he maybe he is leading he's leading people down a certain path but is like I'm not saying it's a good path or a bad path you know he's he also says he's against steroids he's against this and he's against that he's also against women driving so. no 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 wait he doesn't he does he, does. he literally fucking does I know he doesn't need to think the thing was I remember seeing this this was the thing with your man he he said that he thinks men are better drivers than women but they're not he thinks that he thinks okay that like statistically that women are probably more careful drivers and better drivers in 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 society as a whole right they don't they don't receive as many like you know speed and tickets and they're insured, they're like they're just safer drivers and better drivers in that sense mm. but however he's he he's looking at it like the Michael Schumacher's, the Louis Hamilton's of the world. The, he, the, 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 this is where he was coming from, yeah, you know. And then we're again, we're picking, well. we're, we're picking and choosing third, thirty second bites here. Well, he's also like, he's also he's a character. We won't get into he's him. A like, character. he's also being involved in a, in a sex ring, uh, <laughs> yeah. so um, with selling women on online and all that. Oh kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's but also like, running a pyramid scheme scam as well. Oh, he's he, he seems to be doing. He seems to be very successful at what he's doing. Yeah, but what he's doing but is... But is he, though? Again, he's a character. Is any of this even happening? Yes. You know? <laughs> but no, it may, it may or may not be. Do you know the way yeah, I would we'll, look We'll get into a discussion about Andrew Tate, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, no, we'll be... Going for ages, whatever. We'll he, he, he is who he is. Yes, okay. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't really... I don't know if I have a lot of questions left because we've been chatting for an hour now. Have you? Um, chatting away. So, let's see. What was the last one? Oh, what was your opinion on the likes of CrossFit? I don't know why I have that down yeah, as a question. Yeah, love it. Um, but sure, you, you think it's fantastic. Oh, I love it, yeah. Because people, I own, the only reason why I have that down actually was because Reddit, there was a subreddit uh, called Ask, Ask Reddit and people were like, what's something that uh, is not a cult but people act like it is? Yeah. And the number one answer on it was CrossFit. CrossFit and all yeah. I remember is my cousin who got into it yeah. Was just up, from the moment he got into, he was obsessed with it. Yeah, I don't even know what it it's is. Like family, like, sure. But what, but what is it? What is it like? That's like high intensity interval training, but it all it it includes so many different disciplines. Okay. So it includes everything. You know, like it's you not can, just like a weight based thing, is it? No, like no, a, it's everything. A, a heavy, yeah, you know, okay. I have to say, and um, to what I would do, like you know, I do a lot of like handstand walking and like gym work or like ring work. It's all included in in CrossFit. Like sure. it's all in there. It's like Olympic lifting, um, powerlifting, kettlebells, mobility work. Like it really, it 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 introduced people to so much more than say bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. And it's I think that's it. like bang bang bang, isn't it? You kind of just yeah. Do I the mean, like, the, like one. They've different. There's so many different workouts. Sure. Um, you know, like there's so many different types of workouts. You know, like, and at the same time, people when you're involved in it. You again, it leads itself to you're learning. Mm. You're learning a lot. If you've got a good coach, again, it's about the coaches, it's about the actual box they call where they train it is of a box. And um there's challenges. There's you get to challenge yourself. Like it's it's I think it's savage. I think it's mm. savage. I I I think um if you're doing something like that and you're part of a community and you okay, and they promote like, you know, the likes of paleoistic diet and stuff like this, which is which is not not, not bad. Yeah, healthy eating again. Paleo, what's which one? Paleo? Kind of the caveman type style. Oh diet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is which is good. Which is not. I'm not going to go down that road and say it's terrible. It's not a bad one. It's mm. not the worst. Like, um, 
Um, what is the worst actually that you see people being attracted to that that you think I don't I, I couldn't I, could, I wouldn't yeah. nail myself to any cross do you yeah. get me like e- eating eating out with the chipper every day of the week <laughs> do you know what I mean I've, I, I think chicken I'm, nuggets every single day yeah, at yeah. McDonald's so are probably not the best a, thing for I'm you a friend of mine who has the palate of a five year old and going out to restaurants with him is such a pain because he's just like you know everybody's getting nice and he's like do you do you just do like chips and, and you're just like we're in a nice restaurant <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't bring you anywhere. Yeah, um, stuff. no. Uh, well, one of the things I have noticed recently, I th- it must be an age thing, but like I can't eat a takeaway anymore. If I get a fucking, I used to be like if it was like eighteen and get like a chicken curry or whatever and be like, oh, this is great. But I have it now. I just feel like shit for the whole day. Even a pizza, I'm just like, I just can't that's, have to actually watch what I'm eating these days. Like <laughs> that's probably because of the amount of sodium in it. Or yeah, it's like you know, you're like again, maybe sugar, sodium. You know, like all this. Once we figure out this, that's I think is the great thing even about CrossFit and like working out, like working out, um, in its sense, ten minutes a day, something like that, some push-ups, um, like, like just getting yourself moving again. It doesn't mm. have to be very very difficult. It just you have to get up off the couch. Yeah, and I mean, if that's what improves your mood and what it, like, and you start making better choices, like that's really what the take home from from all of this is like. Just start making better choices because people innately know what's good and what's bad for them. Mm. You know, like from from making these mistakes, and we know that drinking sodas and drinking excessively, we know alcohol is bad for us. We know takeaways are bad. No, it depends where the place is, but we know yeah. that a lot of it's about flavor. It's not about health. Yeah, yeah, and it's a treat for a reason. Yeah, yeah, you know, let I me mean, don't eat chicken fillet rolls like. Like it's not the, probably not really a chicken. Well, I remember finding out that the chicken rolls were like eight hundred calories or something like that, or something. It's a lot of calories. Yeah. Like you know I mean, if you, and insane. if you're using them, calories are well and good, you know. But really, it's not optimal. Like well, when they were know. two, when they were two fifty, when you were able to buy one for two fifty, they're now fucking five euro or something like that. It's nuts. <laughs> but friends of mine would be getting them every single day, and then the, I think it was like the Metro or whatever. One one of those newspapers released an article saying that there are upwards eight hundred to a thousand calories per roll. And then, you know, and you're wondering, like, I mean, people are, so you're having that and then your people are drinking, like, you get a a, a, a can of Coke with it, yeah, yeah, you get a packet of crisps, crisps, yeah, like, where, like, this is just, I mean, like, if you can use these calories up, like, go to CrossFit. Yeah, but most (laughs) most time they're, like, most time they would be in college, you know, just sitting in lectures for the whole day, so they're not, they're not using them, they're not using it, yeah, Yeah. and, and, and they, again, it's, we're back to the whole thing is like, like, that, that was, what's, that's cheap food, Mm. Like, and why is it cheap? Like, the, it's all processed. Like, when is it like, why is that dearer than a free range, like, than a, like a, than a normal chicken fillet with yeah, like yeah. a salad or something? Like, what, why is it like that? <laughs> then we're into society and we're like mass production and, all, yeah. and like, that's it. Like, that's, that's the main thing is like, that's the great thing about, like, you know, maybe. CrossFit and all this sort of stuff, like for people to join, it's probably maybe even better than a commercial gym or something like that. That they they promote healthier eating, hmm. you know. Um, well, that's what I think is a great takeaway from from like from like an explosion of something like CrossFit because it was like would have been very foreign to Irish people to be part of CrossFit. Yeah, is it a new, is it a new enough thing? Is that's it? about ten years, ten I'd years. say about ten, maybe maybe longer than ten years. Yeah, you know, I think like. One of the first ones was like the strong room up in Dundalk. It was okay. like a guy called Stephen Woods um set set it up there. I think it was a few and then another I think there's one on the um, on the green on the CrossFit the Green or something. Okay. And CrossFit Dublin. So there's there's been a few of them that are around a long time. Yeah. Some of them have come and gone, of course, because um, you know, it's it's hard to keep things going. You mm. know, certain like, you know, financial reasons, insurance and stuff for people. But the ones that have now are around now, like really anyone I've met, they love it, hmm. and they've been introduced to yeah, so many I good things. Done it has they love it, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm more power to them. Hmm. Yeah. Well, like uh, my last question for you is, um, so what's next for you? Like, what what are you hoping? To, what are your kind of goals for the next year or so? Um, my goals are, you know, just keep doing keep, exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, basically, uh, I I keep adding on the like, clients join my groups in the morning time I do I do a zoom class every morning yeah um, yeah you know the millionaire start as I like to call it <laughs> start at 6 a.m and um we crack on we do another one then at 7 a.m 
and uh, then every then the rest of the day is all one to one work. One to ones. One to ones. Yeah, hmm. yeah. And where can everybody find you? You find me on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, Adrian, uh, Adrian King Harrington. I will uh, obviously that will be linked when I post the thing, yeah, post yeah. the artwork. Give me, give me a holler. And um, f- the final question that I always ask m- m- people when they're on is, what do you enjoy most about what you do? Uh, it's a very broad question. <laughs> uh, it's it's give me the freedom to um, be myself. Mm. You know, um, that's what that's what it's doing for me. I'm my own boss. Um, I get to work with people I like to work with from an array of different backgrounds, um, from different different jobs, different. You know, I've got to meet lots of people. I've got to travel, um, and. And I can hope to continue to keep traveling and meeting new people and just learning myself, mm. you know. So it's uh, I'm always learning. You know, I'm not always right. I'm okay with being wrong, <laughs> and but I'm very happy, and that's what I I hope that that I can give to other people is I can teach you some stuff to make you happier mm. about yourself. And if I can do that, well, then like, that's a, it's a good day for me. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Well, anyway, yeah. man, thank you so much for coming thanks, on. Thanks for having it's me. Been an absolute pleasure. Um, and yeah, so that's us. That's Savage, us. Savage, <laughs>